Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, this is the companion podcast <laughs> for Witness. That's Carrie in the background. And it's Will in the front. At William. I got Carrie and Will here today. Yay! Yay! Hello. And the crowd goes wild. <sighs> this is episode three. Um, Lonely Trees and Superpowers. Is that right? Something, Something to like that, that effect. I think so. Yeah, I forgot the name of it after the intro. I couldn't remember what it was. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good to be back. How's everybody's week? Good? Really busy. Busy, Busy, but good. And we're coming into Memorial Day weekend. Big holiday weekend. Will is heading up north to do some fishing. Mm -hmm. God's country. Some (laughs) R&R. And uh, I'm going nowhere. Same. So, that's how I like it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you think of the episode this week? Good, right? We started with, so we ended last week with uh, Lucas getting attacked by the demon wolf and his arms all shredded and he collapsed on the ground. And, and L ran. In Carrie's view, L was scared and ran. I know. I was mm-hmm. really afraid that's what was happening. And no now we faith. found out that she, so we opened this one and we're in kind of a, 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 another dream world vision thing for Lucas. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I, the pictured it, I pictured it like a desert. He was walking across like barren land, nothing. Yeah. yeah except for right. the tree. Yeah. It was interesting. I, I had it being some plains and, you know, maybe some grasses. I don't know. Like the Lion King, I didn't picture it being a desert. I guess, but I don't know exactly how I wrote it. To be honest, hmm. so who Dad, knows? Can can you, for people who may not know, can you explain the significance of the horsemen that are in the distance? The horsemen. Mm-hmm. You might the want to read that of the, of the apocalypse. Do I sound okay? You sound like a million bucks. Yes. I'm not picking myself up on my own mic. It's weird. Mm. Sorry, guys. No, you're not. No, You're actually I, quite can, loud. Oh, well, probably because I'm not picking it up in my own headphones. You're pretty loud. Are <laughs> like you picking you up loud here? Um, it's, yeah, but I'm always adjusting my... i got to turn them down. Volume. Oh, God. Blow my eardrums out. Wow. All right, I'll turn it down just a little bit. I no, kept turning fine. it up because Bear I couldn't hear myself. Everyone. And no, I'm you're... the star of the show. You're plenty loud, and no one likes the sound of your voice more than you. Well, we were all and we were all feeling like pros, and we dove right in. So we just have to apologize that we didn't really Good. do like a sound check this time. We just no, jumped we right in. That's what you get on a holiday weekend, guys. Thanks for joining us. So the four horsemen. <laughs> oh yeah, the four horsemen. I got to look that up, Carrie, just because I want to give. Uh, I, I, it's in Revelation. Mm-hmm. While you're looking it up, yeah. Why don't you? You're, it's I had um. After that initial dream sequence thing or whatever, mm-hmm. I had issues trying to figure out who the guy in the tree was. Right. Like, we're never told. Right. Was it just a messenger? Was it an angel? Was it God? Was it Jesus? I didn't know. I don't know either. Oh, okay. Lucas, I don't think knows, which is why we don't know. So huh. I assumed reading it that it was Jesus or God, but then it was so like, it was kind of generic. It was generic. And at, at the end, I was like, nah, if it had been Jesus, it would have been a bigger deal in some way. But I do like what he said in that conversation about basically he is going to go and 
do good things and do bad things and open the eyes of the world. And I like that he said that L is going to be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought when I looked at this episode that, that the, the one thing this episode did was it really, you really started to kind of build this relationship between Lucas and L a little bit. You know what I mean? You started to, yeah. and they've only been together. I mean, this is 12 uh, hours, 15 hours, a little less than, right. yeah. I, I think this, they're in like, yeah, it's like the end of the day that he flew in. Like the busiest 12 or 15 hours you could ever have. There's a lot going on in that. <laughs> it's time hard to frame. imagine, right? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. But, but yeah, it's no. the first time you get any kind of like instructions. Um, we get to hear what his instructions are. Or yeah, but we brief, also oh go ahead. So I was just say, and just a brief description of what he can expect. Like there's just just scratch right. the surface. Like it opened our eyes a little bit to what exactly he's doing and what yeah. he's gonna be doing. Oh. Mm. Well, would you like me to read this in something other than the message, or are you fine with the message? That's a good study guide. Go ahead. <laughs> Revelation six, <laughs> one through eight is where the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's kind of where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And it says, I watched while the lamb ripped off the first of the seven seals. I heard one of the angels, one of the animals roar come out. I looked, I saw a white horse. Its rider carried a bow and was given a victory garland. He rode off victorious, conquering right and left. Then the lamb ripped off the second seal. I heard another animal cry, come out. Another horse appeared, this one red. Its rider was off to take peace from the earth, setting people at each other's throats, killing one another. He was given a huge sword. When he ripped off the third seal, I heard the third animal cry, Come out. I looked a black horse this time. His rider carried a set of scales in his hands. I heard a message. It seemed to issue from the four animals, a quart of of wheat for a day's wages or three quarts of barley, but all the oil and wine you want. When he ripped off the fourth seal, I heard the fourth animal cry. Come out. I looked a colorless horse, sickly pale. Its rider was death and hell was close on his heels. They were given power to destroy a fourth of the earth by war, famine, disease, and wild beasts. Good Lord. Fun, right? Because um, they were just, you know, in the background. Yeah. I mean, the man under the tree basically is like, oh, yeah, almost in passing. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's the horsemen. They're going to conquer, kill, and destroy. And yeah, no, no big, big deal. deal. <laughs> so I was kind of like, okay, that's all we're going to hear about them. But I had heard of. Heard of the four horsemen. Is it four? Is that right? Four horsemen, yeah. I had heard of that before, but I just wondered if there was some. For people who maybe weren't familiar. Yeah, that's where it comes from. So we're taking a little bit more inspiration from Revelation. We're going to, you know, take bits and pieces and I'll do whatever we want with it. Cool. <laughs> you have all the liberty in the world. <laughs> but I, I, But I did think when we saw the, that, even just that little thing, that little plume of dust with a horseman, I thought, okay, horsemen are, we're going to hear, this is going to come back. You know what I mean? We're going to. That's not the gonna, last time we'll see the horsemen. No, we're going to hear from them. I think, I, I don't know how or what, or, or how it all works out, but um, we don't cock a gun without fire in that. No, we don't. Yeah. I, it was a good little dream sequence. Cause it gave you. Gave us an idea of, of what to expect. And did he didn't he tell him to uh 
learn about his different various powers and stuff like that and yeah because he told them all the stuff he had in him like the for good and for bad to build up to destroy yeah yeah he said um to find the power and use it master it Mm -hmm. tell the world of what is to come although he didn't really detail that for him there's great power in you lucas both for good and bad for tearing down and building up for rending and healing find the power and use it master it yeah I so, like when you um, read sections that you throw your arm up like it's a salutation. <laughs> I have a real hard time uh, not being animated. It's too bad. It's too bad yeah. I can't figure out how to get the video out for people. It would be an entirely new experience. Strange. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> video. Can you imagine? You know, one thing I no. thought, and this was, I, I most none of this stuff really did I think while I was writing it, but as I, because I, recorded the episode earlier i listened to it a couple times i spent a little more time with it this week and the single tree i thought maybe has some imagery of the cross oh i thought you you were gonna say the joshua tree no like i mean biblically you know Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just Mm -hmm. something that i you know kind of rising up out of the plane and well, where else would you hang out in a, where there's nothing else around? Under the tree. Yeah. Hmm. With your head leaned back on the tree. Chilling. I like how when he, he noticed him rubbing his arm and frowned. And the little joke he cracked about it being a <laughs> wolf in sheep's clothing and said it was a demon in wolf's clothing. Yeah. Yeah. What a dream. It's, it's nice to know that angels can be a little corny. Oh, it was an angel then. I don't know. It seemed angelic to me. I don't know yeah. what it was. Cats out of the bag. He I don't called, think it. I don't think it was Jesus. I don't think that. Yeah, he kept calling him a friend. So the. Yeah, I angel. don't really know what I. I suppose it could have been another person. Who knows? Uh, really, I mean, could it have been a prophet from like? Could it have been like a Moser or, or a Moses or an Elijah? But we don't know that. I guess I don't know. It's probably not really important. Then he comes to it in the hospital in the ER. What about the wolf spite that that he's still feeling the wolf spite even in this other kind of plane or whatever? I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, like yeah, like maybe this idea. Well, if you think about Jesus, when Jesus rises from the dead and and appears, it's Thomas who has to see the scars in his hand. So some scars follow us. Yeah, out of this world, which I think is kind of interesting. It makes me think too. It has to do with the the bite being from a demon, not the wolf. Like spiritual in nature. Yeah, you might be right about that. That I makes mean, I sense. think like if a demon bit you on the arm, you know, I feel like it would um, it would last a bit. And nobody seems to even this 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 person, this angel, whatever it is, nobody seems all that interested in uh, in giving any answers on the vanishing. <laughs> no, they're avoiding that like the plague. They yeah. just are letting that go. He said, whatever do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll, uh, the mystery of the vanishing will continue on for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then he wakes up in the hospital. Right. And Pain-free. Yeah, somewhat. Well, he said his arm didn't hurt. Yeah, then it started hurting again <laughs> on him, so I don't know. It's weird. Pain beds wearing off. Could be. <laughs> Maybe they shot him up with something. So he was unconscious for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, 
Elle must be uh, quite a woman to load a full-grown male <laughs> adult into a trailer on a four-wheeler and then into a Bronco. Yeah. She's well, what do you think? She? Adrenaline she or be... whatever? Yeah, sure. I mean, maybe. And there's probably a technique to it, but she must be somewhat fit. Yeah. I, I think. think if she kayaks and she's bow hunting in a tree and she's climbing up a tree, so she's probably not yeah. obese, right? I can climb a tree. <laughs> well, so, well, begs to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was pretty impressive. Think of that. that would be tough. Did you feel better knowing that she didn't run out of fear, Carrie? I did. I was I was um, amazed by her impressed by her i guess yeah she's good she's she uh, good i felt bad she must have been freaking out here you know he's just come back and this happens and he's unconscious i thought that must have been the longest two hours of her life yeah it's it, it's crazy right like just this whole like to imagine the whole thing is just crazy yeah like if you're l you're imagining it from l's perspective and I, from either perspective it's nuts. But I, lo- I like when they get the room to themselves and they're trying to work through the process and she's trying to say, there's so much. I mean, so much happened. Yeah. She's in a, just, like with that encounter with the wolf, tons. Yeah. There was a lot. There, there's a lot to chew on. And, and it's going so fast for him, at least at this point. I think it slows down just a little bit in the next episode. We get a little bit of a jump or whatever. But um but it's you know, going so fast. You know how in the beginning we talked about um, the guys hanging out in the hangar, just talking. Yeah, yeah. Someone commented on how calm and collected Lucas is. Mm-hmm. Um, Elle kind of seems that way right here. I mean, she she's freaked out clearly, but she's not like she's not going nuts. She's asking a question, and then she's watching him like two times. She's really just watching him to see how he reacts she's being very observant yes she's trying to piece it together she's obviously trying to make sense of something that was extraordinary but she's i would say pretty calm and that made me smile because i'm like she's she's like him that way Uh, you could be right yeah i didn't think about that but maybe you do see a little bit of that now that i think about it if i think about when you're watching them interact you can see a little, some similarities in personality. You know what I mean? And I hadn't, I like think she about cracks it. a little joke or something. And he's like, yep, <laughs> yeah. that's all grown up. <laughs> and, and you start to see him, even though she gets, it's because it starts to get a little bit more as they're, they're spending just a little more time together having these experiences. So that's bonding them probably faster than they otherwise would. But you can see in her, like, she's getting annoyed with him right <laughs> and, An- annoyed and, that he's wants to leave he's like yeah, we gotta get out of here yeah like, somewhat oh, <laughs> but she also wants to do things for him i think like wants to make sure he's you know getting what he wants but i actually was kind of surprised he was able to talk her into leaving uh, yeah it's not logical but neither is what happened do you it, think that's it, why? You think that's why she went ahead and accepted? Like, well, 
I don't know what's going on, but this isn't normal. So I mean, the way that 15, 12, 15 hours is going, it wouldn't be crazy. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be anything. <laughs> True. I'm just thinking that. about the wolf attack. But yeah, think about the last day. I like how um, as soon as he woke up, he started thinking. And he was like, I got to talk to her alone. Yeah, well, and he's already formulated a plan on like, they're going to know who I am. They're going to know I was gone for 30 years. And he's got this whole thing figured out in his head. He's the already stepped ahead, but he's trying to bring her along real slow. Like, okay, I see that she's interested. I might have her here, but he's already way ahead in his mind. And he's just trying to slowly bring her along. Yeah. It's like he's manipulating her. I who love it. Of, you love it. Who thinks about all that stuff? He's thinking about, they're going to figure out what address did you give? They're going to figure out I'm supposed to be dead. I mean, who wouldn't think about it? No, I I mean, why would you think about that? I just feel like in this situation, I would just be like, I I, I don't know. I think I would just be paralyzed Uh, with confusion. And well, clearly he's got some supernatural help because he's (laughs) he's already got a pretty good idea. His arm's going to be okay. He doesn't know why, but he knows it's going to be okay. Yeah, he just kind of knows it, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's not sure why he knows it. Right. I don't yeah, I don't even know if he trusts the knowledge, but yeah, mm-hmm. he seems to 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 know it. Like yeah. he, like even before they took the bandage off, he he knew. Yeah. I also think it it was interesting to me. It's always been interesting to me. It's been interesting to me ever since I wrote it that Lucas mm. was so adamant about getting out of that hospital. <laughs> like I just um and and I mean it makes some sense. I, not that he doesn't have some points, but there's almost an emotional like part of it like he needs to get out of that hospital yeah it feels urgent he's like we got to go like right now that's kind of the way people get sometimes after something very traumatic like you see a lot of people i don't know if you've ever been on like pulled up on a car crash like a a serious car crash and people are like dazed and confused and if somebody's hurt all they want to do is get out of that car that even if they shouldn't they have a broken leg or whatever they want to get out it's just natural to want to get away and get like not closed in somewhere and where you're controlled. You know what I wondered? I wondered if the hospital, and again, I wasn't thinking this when I was writing it, but it was today as I was listening to it and thinking about it, I thought it, it does the hospital to some extent represent kind of the worldly systems of man. And he's been removed from that for 30 years and whatever's going to happen going forward. I don't think that's, him re-entering the world systems doesn't seem to be part of the deal. I don't mm. think, you know what I mean? You mean like being back on the map and on the radar and stuff? Well, that, but just like where hospitals, you know, healing happens at hospitals and whatever. I, that's not his paradigm. It doesn't seem like at this point, it seems like he just wants to get away from all of that because whatever's going to happen, it's almost like it's going to be removed somewhat and they're going to be, ministering to maybe tearing down maybe building up these systems but they're not part of the system do you know what i mean right like this may be the way that an ordinary person would go about healing from an incident like this but it's not the way for him this is right and and else is still he's operating in else still stuck she's still her mind's still thinking in the normal systems of the world and she's fighting with him about it but he knows this is not the place for me yeah and and imagine if he stays there overnight and they wake up and his arm's healed, what kind of a circus that turns into. <laughs> I like <laughs> to mention that, but I mean, just imagine. Yeah. I like the way he describes her smartphone. 
this thing in her hand that she's looking at. Because <laughs> I don't, I didn't really realize before that what thirty years, a lot's happened in thirty years. And there was no smartphones for sure. No, he had no clue, and yet it's still a phone. It's a, <laughs> I actually it's thought still make two thousand Wi-Fi. <laughs> they probably had Wi-Fi back then, didn't they? I'm trying to remember two thousand two. Oh, 2002, yeah. So maybe you would have known that. Anyway. Maybe. It wasn't a fail on the author's part. Yeah, it's not the first time. Won't be the last. No big (laughs) deal. We had like, we had dial-up back in 2002. I don't think so. Did we? (laughs) Maybe you're right. Yeah. I think. I'm trying to picture Reese was born in 2003. Mostly all still run through fiber optic cable, I think. I don't know. Well, it would have been running through the phone line back then because you had dial-up modems and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But the point is, yeah, it was interesting for him to see smartphones and see how much the world's changed. You know, even in little things like, uh, that's not really a little thing, I guess, for our world. (laughs) Yeah. And I liked a lot. This, um, that little scene there had a lot of little details in it that I liked, like, the little thing between the doctor and the nurse and he was young and didn't want to be told what to do by a patient. And <laughs> it's those little things that I think it sells it for me on the story and gets me kind of into it. And then when um, there was something else that happened in there. Well, yeah. When, when L cracked that joke and he knew that there's just a bunch of little things that, that make me kind of chuckle. What's you the, know joke? What I thought? What's the What's... joke? I missed the joke. Sorry. Um, She said something about, um, about him going to be healed or something like that. Or, he, or she didn't. She didn't want Rip Van Winkle foaming at the there, mouth. Was that oh, what yes. it was? Yeah, that's what it was. And <laughs> he loved that little Rip Van Winkle thing, and he's like, "Yep, that's my girl." That's right, because she's kind of insisting. I think she's saying, "You know, I'm willing to go along with this as long as you get a rabies shot." Like she's still staying staying practical. Like you got to get a rabies shot before we go. You but. know what I thought was funny was, and this reminded me of. Like something my mom would say or something when, and you get just a little, you don't get a lot of it from Lucas, but once in a while you get these little glimpses when he was like, let's not bring God's name into it unless we're talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. That's <laughs> cool. totally that generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the stubbornness of that generation, they handle things themselves and. Yeah. So yeah. you do see, even though he's not, even though he looks 58. I mean, there's he he he's a product of a different generation, and that right. comes out sometimes. Even though I mean, he does pretty good, but with all his supernatural powers, who wouldn't, right? <laughs> yeah, and they're all the hospital staff. They're frittering around or doing whatever they're doing, and he's like, "Well, you guys are the experts." It's <laughs> like he just is like, "It doesn't matter what you guys are doing right now. Do whatever you want." But. <laughs> I no one full well i'm leaving <laughs> You're not yeah do exactly he like <laughs> but he doesn't fight with friction. them he's not gonna no. argue with them he just says uh whatever you guys think you're the expert just like <laughs> brush him off and get him away yeah you know what else i thought was funny was when um the it was right after uh and it was that rip and winkle foaming at the mouth thing but lucas smiled at that last part ellie had definitely had definitely grown up uh, with a clever humor about her probably another defense mm-hmm. against all the loss and darkness yeah and then lucas says listen l i know i'm asking a lot of you right now and l's like do you her eyes as hard as midwinter ice i think that may be something of a common 
a little bit of a common theme as we go through this story that L keeps pulling and asking a lot, or that Lucas keeps asking a lot of L and L keeps thinking, or do you really know what you're asking of me right now? Like, right. this is crazy. Like, Even this though is you a can say more... it, but <laughs> yeah. it's on a whole nother level when you actually think about it. Lucas <laughs> is a little more predisposed to the crazy. If I, I mean, just, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. L, yeah. L's drugging or dragged, dragged in a little more reluctantly maybe sometimes but i don't know i i enjoyed i enjoyed watching them for the whole episode yeah i did feel like there's parts of me and i i really only think this is because i know what's coming in the next episode and the next episode guys is so good in my opinion the next episode is the pivotal episode of the story it's kind of the thing that it pivots on and then launches well, that's why it's pivotal because it yeah, pivots. Yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll see but Next i still week. enjoyed watching the the relationship between lucas and l start to build a little and you know just i i just i thought it was fun because he he starts to see it and he's like okay i'm gonna get what i want <laughs> yeah like he could see he, knew. he was working face. her yeah <laughs> and he knew the moment she started to accept it and you saw that older generation that he would be when she was like i'll get a wheelchair and, and he he's like then finally she realized he's already standing up <laughs> like then nobody's wheeling them around it's exactly right. like bob right he's like he's like thinking mm-hmm. absolutely not <laughs> it's funny but yeah, it was funny no i enjoy i just i i i liked it and even when she got when they got back and i thought this was this was fun when it says that she poured herself uh a double two of bourbon. fingers no two fingers. two fingers of bourbon you're right that's what it was yep two fingers in the bottom of the bathtub she hoped the bourbon would help her find her bearings on the day though with the day she had just had she guessed that was beyond even the power of Corn pouring liquor, liquor. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i like how all he wanted to do was eat he was so hungry like leaving the hospital but then what's he do he falls asleep yeah he just had a snack and then crashed yeah, he couldn't even make it home. He slept on the way back. But I'm thinking UP um, hospital, probably not the biggest place. And you can't get anywhere quickly. So they had a little bit of a drive, probably. Yeah, I would think so. And how he walks into his room and her yeah. stuff's all over the place. <laughs> That's right. It's and like, he's like, yeah, I have been gone a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those little things that you're like, oh, shit, I haven't been here for 30 years right (laughs) like things have changed to fuzz and she's just constantly dealing with all these questions i mean and you can picture she's actually doing pretty amazingly at it to for what's i mean of course he's going through it too because he's been gone 30 years he's figuring this out but he has that little bit of um supernatural wisdom given to him she doesn't seem to yet but she's still keeping it together the craziness you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I agree for, with you. For I her think... to make it through that is amazing and not just lose her mind like, I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> I think the fact that he's sleeping like he is, whatever, I, I think a lot of that is kind of that super. He's just kind of coming into it, but he was given this kind of supernatural grace. And, yeah, I think if she's going to be, it's a process and she <laughs> hasn't been as much yet. And and that's clear. I mean, there's just there's there would be a lot to worry about. What do you what do you think of Lynn just showing up, the nurse? 
I first, liked it's... how the knock on the door, they just looked at each other like, <laughs> <"Who's> <laughs> that? Uh-oh. Well, they're in the middle of nowhere. You picture this cabin out in the UP. And the little crack about, well, it must not be a demon. They don't knock on doors. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I thought that was cool. Yeah. The, the part where she said God told her to go there, I was like, huh. And Elle wasn't buying it either. <laughs> I was you were buying it, Will? It just, I was weird. like, really? I don't know. I mean, clearly she thought so. She said that, but. Well, you don't think God tells people to do things? Color yeah, you skeptical? If, if they're listening. Yeah. Therein lies the rub. So Todd and I you... talked about this before. And Todd, I was going to say, this is exactly what it feels like. You feel like you can't get something out of your mind. You feel like, you know, you're being told to do something. And you're just like, well, I guess I got to do it. Like, there's just, there's no. I don't know. There's no like making sense of it. You just kind of have to go along with it. And so. Next thing you know, you're in a hoodie and you're getting married. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) No, but you're, you're talking about your things that you do where you'll just randomly go up to people and touch them or whatever. I don't, whatever you do. No, I don't go touch people. Yeah, There's this thing called personal space. (laughs) You're like Joe Biden. You just go up and sniff people. God, I oh, like the smell of your hair, God. honey. We were having such a good podcast until you brought his <laughs> name into it. No, I'm not told to go touch people, but um, what kind of things were you talking about, Carrie? Like, so when have you not? You listened? feel like something's impressed on you? Like what? You haven't listened. Not... You haven't listened to my podcasts. Well, it's not very good at listening yeah, to anything. Well... His voice isn't in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you'll have uh, to go back and listen. Not I'll everybody's you, listened to it. I'll tell you which one it is. Anyway, um, oh no, there have been. So I am not an evangelizing kind of person. Okay. It's not how Catholics are. Yeah, that's but not I, really a, yeah, I was going to say. No. Catholics drink and pray to like, Mary. That's their whole religion. What's yeah. that? Sacrifice a goat once in a while. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, it's all like, it's private. It's quiet. It's reverent. You know, we don't go and. Yeah, I we call just that old talk traditional to and people stuffy. about Jesus. You know, we we don't really typically do that. But there have been times when I've been prompted, I'll pass somebody or someone will be standing next to me and I'm prompted to pray for them. Sometimes that's all it is, but there have been a few times when I've been told to tell them that I'm going to pray for them. And that's I've good. tried just like almost every time I'm just like... I'm I'm not doing that. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) As long as you're listening and responding, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And every, and pretty much every time that's happened, um, the response has been remarkable. So Mm. time, but it's, it's cool when it does, but that's what it's like. You can't get it out of your head. And so when she said, I couldn't stop thinking about you and, you know, God told me to come. I'm like, I have that problem with songs. They get stuck in my head and I can't get them out. <laughs> Generally about six words. <laughs> it's on a spiritual level. One night go. a day. So uh, Lu- Lucas was going to make omelets and chopped peppers with one arm. <laughs> right? He's yeah. quite a guy. With one? Why is he, Why with one? Because the other one's probably like in a sling and wrapped up, right? I don't know if it's in a sling. It's bandaged. Okay. I don't know if it's a sling or not. And he was feeling better, didn't hurt anyway. He so. could. It's fine. 
Al almost always makes it up before him. Have you noticed that? She or like she yeah. gets up early. Yeah, Al's an early riser. And Lucas, well, she, a lot of times she's hunting or whatever up there. And um, but you do get that feeling. You get the feeling that she's like up and about. And she gets she's a morning person, like gets the coffee going. Yeah. She's 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 on her game, man. We don't really know in this this I hope we know at some point, but it's not gonna be this season because I I have it in front of me. But we don't really know what Elle's done with her life, what her profession is or anything else about her really. And we don't really learn it. You know, it's kind of an interesting thing. I, yeah, I'm really I don't curious know. about where she is with her faith because um there's this scene where I'm trying to figure out where this is. I think I'm backing up from where we are. Sorry. That's oh, okay. Yes. There's no rules here. Oh, okay. As long like, as you're not going ahead. I like as going long as you're not doing like a 15-minute intro, we're good. Go right ahead. <laughs> Take it. I like sticking to the chronological. No, it's jumping back just a little bit. It's right before they're going to bed. Um, But she said, if it was God who took my parents. See, now I don't know. Oh, if I'm yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brought this up. If it was this God who to took my parents, about. I hate him for a little, for it a little. But if he sent you back 30 years later, maybe he's not all bad. Yeah. So. I just, it, I was thinking about that for a while because mm. she seems maybe like a fair weather faith, like a fair, what is that? Oh, like a fair oh. weather faithful, you know, like she's has faith when things are going well, maybe I was just she trying seems to get her like read. She's got a fringe faith to me. Like there might fringe be a little faith. there, but there's not that deep. I, okay. I agree. I don't, I'm not picking up a lot of, uh, of Christianity or faith from Elle at this point. Anyway, I, I don't know, but. Um, but I'm not, I, I haven't picked it up, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when she said that, I thought, wow, that's harsh to say, like, I hate him. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Then I thought, yes, I thought that people think it, God already knows it. So what's the big deal if you say it? It just doesn't sound good. It It's real and it's ugly. And I think God so her saying it out loud, he already knows. Yeah, I think he prefers it. I think he wants to get down and he, yeah. he wants he wants realness, intimacy. Yep. He doesn't authenticity. want authenticity. Yeah, I agree. And that's like when it first came out, I thought, wow, that's harsh to say. But if it's in there, he already knows it's there anyway. So why True. not just be real and get it out there? Yeah. It was interesting. But and I think that- you would. I, I mean, as as emotional and the way that all went down vanishing and her parents and and everything if you thought god had anything to do with it and you know unless you were real strong in your faith it, it probably would do that and you were left behind but yeah what yeah. were you saying carrie we kind of walked away um, again there i was just saying i was just saying that uh, when she says he's not all bad maybe he's I'm not sorry all i bad. forgot you were there <laughs> go ahead <laughs> <laughs> now i get that Yay. watch tombstone Greatest movie ever. So uh, I'll try not to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments in the movie. Anyway, no, when she says maybe he's not all that all that bad, I just think someone with faith doesn't talk that way about God. I mean, you can be, you can talk in an everyday sort of way about God and you can talk about being angry with him, but to just say, oh, maybe he's not all bad. I'm like, eh, that's someone who doesn't have any kind someone of that's very too. jaded and doesn't have a great relationship with him or doesn't yeah. spiritually minded. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I think we will find that out later on, but yeah, I don't think that she's got, um, which is weird. You know, people think about 
what's going on here and what God's doing when he's choosing. And, and I, I say it's weird. It seems weird to us. I think if you read the Bible, it's not that weird. Like Wait, I, that's what's not weird. It's not that weird that God uses people like Rahab, the harlot, Ruth, the Moabite, you know, it, all through the Bible, he's picking and choosing and using people that no one else would expect you read it and you don't see that coming. Cause that's not what you, you expect it to be somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. Expect he it to be somebody people, more mature in their faith. So when or, it happens, you can look at it and say, that wasn't them. That was God. That's yeah. a, I think that goes hand in hand with saying he uses the weak things to confound the wise. It, he picks it does. unusual things and that gives him the glory. He did the same thing. I mean, uh, on a, on a smaller, more concise level, he did the same thing with his disciples. And really with everybody that he, his followers and everything else, when you read through the gospels, we're not talking about the rich and the famous and the gifted. <laughs> that wasn't right. what, and, and then Paul talks about it. Like you said, he specifically says he doesn't pick the wise people of the world or the winners or whatever. And, or maybe even the people who have spent their whole life believing in him. Right. Maybe. Yeah. When he wants to, when he, when he's doing something really big, maybe he needs somebody without all the preconceived boxes and notions mm. to deal with. Do you know what I mean? There you go again. Somebody who can just, when they step into faith, it's just faith because of what God's shown them. And, and so they're not as likely to ask to, to, to get suspended and, and, and ask all these questions and they just. They just do obey, you know, a little different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What's your objection to that? Well, you're making a face. Oh, I was burping. Oh. <laughs> oh, trying to blow it out the side of my mouth. Thanks for bringing that up, though. <laughs> he had the mute button. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks a lot. What was the nurse's name? Lynn. Lynn. Westmore. I think. So she's. God told her to go there. She goes there, and she is basically break like HIPAA violations galore. And so I she doesn't believe works out perfect because um, she doesn't want him to tell anybody, and he doesn't want her to tell anybody. So right. it's a win-win all the way around with that one. I just like the way she's kind of schmoozing in there, and I liked also when she walked in or she came in. Elle was like trying to figure out who she was. Well, there's that moment of like, oh, that's who you are. And Elle, I think when she figured out there was a nurse that was there, she was just tickled because she was like, <laughs> Gramps, gotcha. I told you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And she's like happy, like, ah, oh, you're not getting away with this. She's here. Right. Vindication yeah, she, or something like that. She had that. a little bit of that on her face, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's I saw just that look. And then she says something to him and it, yeah, <laughs> you, you know. But Lucas is like, all right, let's go. Yeah, after I get some coffee. Yeah. What was he flirting with the nurse? I think it's just <laughs> his personality, but okay. you could say maybe. It sort I of mean, sounded like he flirted with her. The I way that, the way Todd read it. <laughs> which part? Which I thought part that when he too. said Todd was feeling flirtatious with the nurse <laughs> when he was reading the story. Which part made you I'll think that, Gary? Do you remember something he exactly said? Yeah. Like when he, he got the copy and sat down, he made that comment, right? That's what you're he thinking. He said, of. like, um, like, like, be gentle with me or. 
go easy oh, yeah. on me or being a little coy or something, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Dad, is Lucas flirting with the nurse? It's just, it was funny. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to find it because you're right. It's it, uh, it's but I right, can't. It's right near that. It's almost the end, like second from the end. Yeah, you could also read it, Carrie, if you have it there. Well, yeah, I'm not it, sure if, if mine's ac- mine is actually not the same. It's not exactly the same. Mine's not the same either. I'm looking at the old one too. Oh, gotcha. So I it's right on my screen, but I'm not looking at my screen. I'm looking at the one I marked all up. Oh, wait here. Okay, gotcha. So it's it's something like, you know, be gentle with me. Okay, nurse Lynn, you know, something like be gentle with me or something like that. And you know. thought that was flirtatious saying it be sounded flirtatious the way Todd Todd read it. Uh, he was- yeah. Digging into his inner like, Nora wow, Roberts. Lucas is like, I've been, you know, I've been gone a while. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Mm. They unwrap his arm and it's pretty much good. Mm-hmm. She knows that that's, she's got to know it's supernatural. So, right. this is like the first person outside their little group is going to know about stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, so now she's into it that mm-hmm. you have to have some element of trust because. They've been managed. They've managed to keep it under wraps so far. Just those two. They haven't mm-hmm. gone anywhere. Now this and For a now whole this day. nurse, and that's gonna. Lynn's we'll the see. first. The first new character that we brought in. That we'll, that, we'll yes. see how she handles this information. I mean, she said God told her to come there, but is she ready for this? You know, is she gonna go tell a bunch of people at work, and now it's gonna be a circus? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think she just, she trusts her gut. She knows that she's witnessing something. I'm going to say supernatural. I think that she's going to be some kind of ally. I don't know. Did you love Elle's line at the end, how she closed it? Yeah. <laughs> I, that was my favorite line of the whole um, episode because the, there's a lot hanging on that word. Like, it, it wasn't like we'll add that superpower to the list of your or that's to your list. Of your she said, meanwhile, I leaned over the table and looked closely at her grandfather's arm. When she, she finally spoke, she said it all. Well, look at you, Mr. Young. You do have another superpower. <laughs> <laughs> right. And when that when she said that, I thought, and how many more are they going to find out about yeah. another superpower? I mean, who knows? Well, yeah, I think L- sky's the limit. I, I and I love that she I love that she's like in it and you know like Lynn is like blown away now L has been blown away for the last 24 hours so yeah. L's right? starting to get used to it a little bit like she's, she's just taking it in stride why yeah. wouldn't you be yeah. healed <laughs> okay <laughs> like at you this point nothing's be. gonna shock her anymore you it know right? she's like, like it. yeah kind of fun I love yeah. L. It seems like a very short episode. I know. I so wanted more at that point. I was like, no, that cannot be the end of it. It wasn't episode. that yeah. short when though, it trailed off think. and started the end. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I yeah. didn't expect it to end right there. But then I thought about what she said and I thought it's like foreshadowing, like leaving it dangling there. Like, how many superpowers is he gonna have? What yeah, else are we no. gonna learn about? Oh, it was. I know. I'm I, I thought it was. I'm sure you did that by accident. Well, you got to give me a little credit. I just, but yeah, I thought that line was. I just, L, when you see her deliver that line, it's just like it's great. Like I just like, love L. She's all leaned right in. Yeah, right. Like, oh, guess what? 
I like that you named him Young, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His last that was, name was Young. Yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. That was cool. Huh. Will didn't notice. I didn't, and now I'm starting to really delve into that. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Mind blown. You're welcome. <laughs> I have the hardest time with names, both first and last names for characters. Oh, really? I took the program from the high school graduation home with me today because I thought, oh, man, nice. there's so many names in here. That's great. <laughs> I love that. That'll work. Be your little, your little... <laughs> They're also Dutch. Oh my gosh. No, they're not. So now there's a lot of them. His arms healed. The nurse is there. They're there. You said the next one's going to be good, but I can't remember what it is. Um, could go just about anywhere. Oh, yes. Oh, no. I know what it is. I'm kind of excited for it in a (laughs) uh... slightly not anticipatory way. Kind of oh, nervous. Really? Oh shoot! Okay, a little nervous. Yeah, excitement. that's like to push the boundaries, you know. Oh my oh, it's gosh! So good. I'm so excited. I was going to read something it new. He's never pushed the limits of anything before. <laughs> no new territory. What? What gave you the courage, Todd? As it, I'm not picking up the sarcasm <laughs> there. I was laying it on pretty thick. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till episode four. I, honest to God, I can't wait. For every single episode from here on out, because I love the finale of this so much. That's awesome. And now I'm like finally getting to the finale of Insurrection Season 2, and I can't wait to start Insurrection Season 2. Yeah, we just got to get people to put the word out to get us up to the next thousand subscribers. We do. We got to reach that next level. We do. Yeah, so tell your friends, everybody. If you don't have a friend, tell your enemy. Go oh, ahead, everybody. Sorry. Todd, did you say that there's a way for people to comment? Well, they can get a hold on of me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Okay. Any of those. Message. I think it'd be really fun if people would reading this or people listening to this would leave a comment. That would be fun yeah. for Mes- us to enjoy. Um, they can message okay. whatever on Instagram, Facebook, or and Twitter, actually, are all Todd's World 2023. So then the merch is at dot net. The merch is at Todd's world dot net. Yeah. So um, Carrie just you know ordered might some more. Be interesting to do sometime. We don't have to do it by video, but if we did like a, we put it out live feed podcast so people could log in and make comments and stuff like that while we're doing the podcast and we can read them and yeah, that'd be answer fun. A question. That'd, that'd be, be fun. Yeah. I'm not sure how to do that, but I can barely tie my shoes. I think there's can, a way that we could. Can we join you? Like, I know you can go live on TikTok, mm-hmm. Todd. Can you go live? You can go live on Instagram. Yeah, you can go live. You can go on live on Facebook everything. or Instagram or anything. But and then people we, can join in, and then but that's generally a video, though? though, right? Yeah, it would be a video. Mm. I don't know why people wouldn't want to see me. I'd have to wear um, a mask. <laughs> Shut well, they up. wouldn't. If I set my phone up here, they'd be looking at me, not you guys. Thank okay. God. So. Let's not bring um, him into this. Unless we're actually talking about him. Unless we're talking about him. So, okay. So could we be with you? I thought that was way? such an old man thing for him to say. It, just, it was a very conservative thing for him to say. I yeah. Was say, you're making me feel old then. Cause like when I hear students say stuff, you know, say like GD or whatever, I just walk around oh. I'm like, Oh, are we praying over here? 
Like, that's <laughs> what I say. <laughs> I don't like I don't like Jesus. So my kids have never used that one. Yeah. Like as a curse I love word. Them. Oh, I mean, as a curse word. <laughs> Beyond that, I don't have yeah, a But to me, word. that's the name of God. Don't use the name of God in vain. I think the name of God is Jesus. So you don't think God is God's name. You think Jesus is God's name. That is what I, right. Yes, that's true. Either. And Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one. I mean, wonderful counselor. Me but yeah, I don't think it goes quite that far. I think that. Everlasting Father. Yeah. Mm. But no, people saying God doesn't bother me much because I think that's Yeah, because like, you say it. Lately, I have. I didn't when I on was the younger. podcast. I was kind of surprised you threw a couple out there once. Oh really? my god! Oh. See, <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, he's really loosened up. Shocker! It's weird, right? <laughs> I don't know. What'd you take? Like, what was your favorite part of the episode? Did you like the dream sequence, or did you like them? You like Lucas and L, like back at it, kind of the banter back and forth, and it's kind of fun. The dream my favorite was the my favorite was the last line. Yeah. Like to leave you hanging, like we're gonna there's so much more that we're gonna find out. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why it's it's pretty simple, but that really I liked it. It's foreshadowing for sure. Mm-hmm. I like the nurse showing up saying that God told her to come and then opening up the bandage and that his arm looked all right. That was cool. Or the other favorite was like him staring at the stupid heart monitor, blood pressure monitor, whatever it is. And her, him saying Ellie and her noticing that, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was cute. wait, oh, was this the episode Oh, Uh-oh. where um, they went into something about forgetting about people that have died and even yeah. his wife was not okay with that? How did we skip over that and not say something about that? Wait, yeah, is this that was. Is this when he's yeah. talking about his wife, about his Rachel? wife passing and he could see some of her and Elle? Yeah, yeah, but right. yet that people fade here. away. Even the love of his life is even faded. the people you like to think won't. Yes, exactly. Oh, How yeah. we, that was a huge little. You're thing right. There. That we is big. Straight over it. A huge well, we, little thing. We Thank you very it. much. Look at Will on the job. Yep. Oh, here it is. <laughs> I want to raise. <laughs> <laughs> Again, please tell your friends to listen, <laughs> so we can give Will a raise. Yes. Yeah. Anything would be raised. He did just point. get promoted. This- <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Promoting the show, not promoting. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about us getting promoted. I was what was promoted. it? You got it, Carrie? I do. I'm just trying to find the part. I do. <laughs> you know, she's so Dr. Witherspoon. <laughs> she is a very <laughs> proper young lady, isn't she? I love it. Yeah. I am. Well, I'm drinking out of a pretty glass, so I'm being a little formal. I'm trying to find the part that you're talking about. Are your legs crossed and stuff like sitting prim and proper with good posture? Yes. Of course they are. You know, speaking of Tombstone, (laughs) you know what always bugs me that I think is one of the stupidest scenes in that whole movie? When they fake the side saddle and her legs Yes, it's ridiculous. Like she's riding on a cliff side saddle. I hate that. It's it's a fake fake leg. I know. The whole thing is retarded. What what is going on here? Oh, I have to look. See, you've seen it so many times. I'm an oak all right. And they take off riding across the prairie and her little dead leg is bouncing on the side. It's a fine (laughs) scene, but we're pretending like she's riding side saddle. No person could ever ride side saddle. And not do what she did. Oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Hmm. Just a little aside there for the two fans. So does oh Lucas is not saying this, but he's thinking it. He said Lucas look just looked at his granddaughter 
He thought he saw some of her grandmother in her, but he couldn't be sure. His wife had died from breast cancer when Carson was only 14. We like to believe we'll never forget certain people, but time dulls all memories. No one was safe, not even his lovely Rachel. Boom. Yes. That was a big line. And we just, how did we miss that? How did we not talk about we were, that? We were know. keeping it light. It's very true, but it's it's almost, it's sad. Time you think it's all true, memories. Carrie? Do I think time dulls all memories? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's some that are, some that are vivid and some you hold on to, but yeah, I mean, over time. But so. I think even those change over time. I they found do. myself um, changing some details of stuff that happened in my mind. And then later I'm like, that's not really exactly what happened back then. And I have to realize that my mind's just filling in blanks and I'm not sure that really happened. Our I think that's true of a lot of things with our memory. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there was the debate whether Todd rear-ended the the wandering eye guy. He did not rear-end no, without the a doubt. He <laughs> was <laughs> he was next to us. He was yeah, driving he, the opposite way next to us. Maybe so. We did rear-end somebody at some point. Didn't I we? was dying. I've that rear-ended story, enough people. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I don't. In my opinion, and and you know, I don't know. My my memory might not be as sharp or as reliable as uh-huh. some. But I, I mean, I had a brother die when I was nine. I don't remember at all. Mm. My mom certainly has faded and my dad's faded some for sure. You don't remember him? I remember, I remember him. him, but, but, but it's not, it just it's fades more dull. Time. Right. And yeah. it's not as vibrant and as detailed and small details slip away. Yeah. They're just the, the person themselves. I think what happens, CS Lewis talks about this somewhere. Maybe it's in a grief observed and he talks about how, when you have the person there, the, the the living, vibrant person constantly trumps your ideas that you tried to build to build of them, right? So they're constantly they're like constantly breaking those forms that you're the everything you're trying to build of them. They're overriding picture, it, yeah, because their reality yeah. is 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 conquering that. Well, once somebody's reality is is gone. All you, you start to build up your own ideas and your own images and your own memories. And who the hell knows after right. a while, yeah. you know what I mean? What mm-hmm. I've created, what's real, what's, that's why I think, and I don't, I very rarely say this. I can't say I never do, but, um, I, I would very rarely would try not to say things like, oh, mom wouldn't want, you know, mom would be rolling over a grave. She thinks, cause I, how the hell do I know what mom <laughs> would be about anything? Well, that's I think, what I think. I anymore. think it's pretty clear what Karen would be doing. A few, uh, sometimes. <laughs> Certain things, yes. But I, it starts to become a construct that you build up in your own right. head, and you can't really trust it, you know? Yeah. And and so I think yeah. that's sad. I think that's sad for Lucas, because this is, well, hell, I don't know how far. It's probably 50 years past at this point. Right. But experientially for him, it's 20 or whatever. I don't know how old his kid was when he had Allie or whatever you know we haven't gotten into that but sure well huh. yeah i think too that um when you when you lose someone and time passes you forget all the bad stuff you know yeah people say oh they're anyone you've lost becomes a saint right right you just remember the best parts which is actually lovely it's kind of a a fortunate yeah. you know, um, consequence of that's exactly yeah I was gonna say something but it's a little too personal and I can't throw somebody out there like that so mm. um 
but not I always was talking to somebody this last week and their parent was ill mm-hmm. and it wasn't always the greatest parent. And they're like, they were having some difficulty wrapping their mind around that. Like now everything's okay because they're ill and really sick. Uh, and I was like, you know what? It's not, when it gets to this point, the past doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just, you just embrace now and you deal with it now and you just do the best you can with it. I don't think about the true. past. Well, I mean, it's a advice, nice thing so. to say. Right. It's the kind of things we tell people that like, we hope we wish were right. true. Well, if you're trying to but spend the past, time with that person, to be with that person, you got to let it go. Well, sure. But to whatever extent the past ever matters, it still matters. And to the there may be there may be a point to the fact that you have to forgive, but that may that right. was probably there before. It may be a little bit more pressing right now. But uh, we're commanded to forgive, and the past is going to have whatever impact. The past is going to have impacts, and what the impacts it has, it's going to have whether somebody's sick or not. And I think that's part of the. I say this coming from having a partner, my wife, who's dealing with chronic illness, right? And there's things that you feel like, well, you shouldn't think this because somebody's sick, or you shouldn't think this, and I think you you can get into these things. And I think you've got to give yourself the freedom to think it, recognize it, and then, and then move on. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, yeah, but, but I was but referring to that, like you, where there's been so much history and so much hurt that you don't even really want to be around the person. Oh, you're but saying when you it comes to the, possibly the end of their life, who can, you gotta, you gotta do it because oh, if yeah, you miss maybe, out on that, you maybe may not. regret it forever. They yeah. might not though. Well, and that's my opinion. Maybe if you went and saw them, they'd be shitty, and you'd regret that you went and saw them. Maybe you're like, <laughs> might help you get close. May help you get closure. Sorry, I, try not- I that was my thought and my advice, and I'm almost always right. So there it is. I think I must yeah. be drinking whiskey. And coke. <laughs> it just depends. Yeah, it just Todd. It just depends what your goal is. So you know, you can understand either approach. But what Will's describing, I think, is if you if you want to do any healing any healing at all with that person while they're still here, then you gotta let some, you gotta let some stuff go and move on. Um, if you don't, I mean, if you just say, you know what, that person's been awful. I'm I'm ready for them to not be ready for them to still be awful, but just be sick and awful. Right. Don't expect them to change. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. That's it's all, it's all about what's happening in you. It doesn't have anything to do with how that person's behaving. It's all on you because it's for you. Yeah. I'm going to make a great literary and movie reference here. Ooh. I was thinking like, here, here. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, the, the commentator at a football game in the water boy. Oh, <laughs> nothing to save it for now, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to save for now. That's my great literary reference. You're welcome. <laughs> you need to explain that. Oh, the Mud Dogs <laughs> were the football team that Bobby Boucher played for, the Water Boy. Okay. And they were in the championship, and the football commentators, they're pulling out these trick plays and stuff, and this one announcer kept saying, there's nothing to save for now because it's a championship game, end of the year. Like, you don't hold anything back. He said it like five times. <laughs> but it's the end of time, and there's nothing to save it for. You can't save it. Very profound Water Boy reference right there. You're <laughs> Who welcome, knew people. there was... Profoundness, profundity, profundity. Who knew there was profundity in the water boy? I don't know if profundity is actually a word, but I use it all the time. I think it is. I think he uses it all the time. Profundity. 
Maybe Will can give us a new or is that pronunciation. Profundity. <laughs> Will's That's our resident. Emphasis. Profundity. That's how Will. Bobby Boucher would have said it. Will puts the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh. Anywho, uh, we don't want to drag this out too long, do we? Thanks, folks. <laughs> Will's got a pack for his fishing. Will's, Will's got a lot to do, guys. Oh. He's got to go. Well, this was good. Well, I'm glad that we didn't miss the uh, that segment there. Yeah, I am too. It was a good call bringing that up, Will. Yeah, thank you. Nice That's what work. I'm here for. So we're looking forward to next week. I am wildly looking forward to next week. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for next week's episode. It's, I'm going to read it tonight. I'm going to have to run into town and get Wi-Fi in order to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And then maybe well, not so sometimes in the middle of a lake, I can get a signal, but it's not great. It's pretty Do spotty. Do you have a hot spot? <laughs> no, there's no hot spots out there. <laughs> Just where the sun's hitting. Maybe, maybe I'll have to take a day run up there and... Uh, Drop it to you and do a little fishing and a little drinking. You're very welcome to, if you want. How far is it from here, you think? Four or five hours? Uh, From here, it's just under three. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two hours and 45, so. But I don't gain anything really on the angle. It's pretty much, might as well be the same as going to Flint and going out, probably almost. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) We'll figure it out, guys. A little inside baseball for you on uh, Will's R&R schedule. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I am wildly looking forward to it. See you later, folks. (laughs) Bye, guys. I thought I was going to have two of these. Memorial Day weekend. Only had one. I'm going to go have another one and go cry for 40 hours. (laughs)